one. Hello, everyone. My name is Rick Napier, the president at 321 Biz Development, located in Northern California. My website is 321bizdev.com, and my phone number is 415-465-1700. And today is May 31st. It's a Tuesday evening here in Northern California, and this is the episode that everyone was waiting on. And the title of this episode is On the Surface, How is Social Media Working for White Collar Small Business Owners? And I want to share what 321BizDev found. Now, I've been talking about the subject of the effectiveness or ineffectiveness, depending on how you look at it, of social media. But I did it without qualification. Meaning, I basically have, I've already learned already that social media is not the best place for white collar small business owner, but I never qualified why I said that or why I still say that. And so I did some statistical analysis on uh, followers from different uh, platforms, different white collar industries, and I'm just going to summarize it. And people will be shocked. Some people will not be shocked. But here's the good news. You can verify my statistics yourself. You don't have to say, well, I don't believe Rick and I'm not going to even trust his information. You can go to your own social media account and verify this. And I will be close within 10% of whatever you find. In fact, my numbers may be lower in favor of social media. And you may find numbers that show social media is not uh, the best place. So your numbers may prove uh, my statement even more than my numbers. Because I took a very sort of conservative look at it. Um, I didn't dig deep. I didn't use a large sampling but I did look at different white collar industries. And so that makes up for the sampling size. And just to let people know, I am an economics graduate. I had six courses in statistics. I'm not gonna bore you with the complex side of statistics and this analysis. So I'll just keep it straight and keep it simple. So what I did was I looked at 60 different uh, followers. I looked at uh, several accounts. And what I did is I chose 20 followers at random. In other words, if a person had a follower list, I just scrolled down and said, okay, here's the first one, Joe, you know, Joe Anderson. I, and they're not in alphabetical order, but I'm just giving you an example. So, I, so I said, okay, Joe Anderson is the first person I'm going to start with, and I'm going to pick the next 19 uh, followers. So I did that with another provider and I did that with another provider. I, I repeated the same process. And sometimes I, I would scroll down to maybe if a person had 600 fo followers, I would scroll down like pages and pages and just pick, for instance, you know, Mike Martin. And from that point on, go down 19 more 
and just look at what I, look at what I what I found. So what I found, just to give you a summary, what I found was out of 60 followers, out of 60 followers, there were about um, about 38 of those 60 followers. Those followers were in the same industry as the social media profile. So in other words, if I selected an attorney, 38, 38 followers were also attorneys. And what I also discovered is out of 21, out of 21 of those 60, the followers were affiliated sort of with the industry or they wanted to do business with the industry. So if I selected attorneys, I discovered that 21 of those uh, people wanted to do business with the attorney. And then finally, what I, what I discovered statistically, one person out of 60 was not affiliated with the industry, nor was their profile uh, suggesting that they wanted to do business with the attorney. So other industries were the same. I used the attorneys because that was the, the most, uh, that had the most volume. In other words, attorneys had the most followers that were followed by other attorneys. And they also had the most followers that were followed by people affiliated with the industry. And I won't, I won't disclose what those, what those affiliated industries uh, are. And like I said, one person out of 60 was not affiliated with the industry. So in other words, that person could be considered a potential client. And that's the, 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 the crux of what I'm getting at out of 60 followers, there were, there was one person who could be considered a potential customer of the attorney. Now that's not saying the affiliated people could not need an attorney. Uh, it just means that this person had no connection to the legal field. And uh, so that's what I discovered. So what does this mean? Well, what this means is what 321BizDev has been saying for years. And, and what that is, is that when um, white collar small business owners who are selling items priced at $1,000 and higher, it is less likely that they will find a qualified prospect on social media. So you may say, well, where does that put us now? Since you know, I've made this, this statistical analysis, well, where we are right now is what do you do about it? Because small white collar small business owners cannot continue to, to think that they're going to find clients on social media, uh, you know, after months, after years. I also work with CPAs and CPAs and realtors found out about 
the ineffectiveness of social media uh, to connect them with potential clients. And if people can remember the platform LinkedIn started out as a job sharing site, then the realtors found out, oh my gosh, I can put my profile and uh, I can, uh, you know, prom promote my real estate practice, my broker, you know, practice on LinkedIn. And the people on LinkedIn have jobs. Uh, some of them are great jobs. They're, you know, five figure, six figure income jobs. They're typically the managers and leaders of the company. I mean, if you were a realtor, why would not you post your, your real estate or broker profile on LinkedIn? Uh, surely uh, middle management and upper management, senior executives need to buy a home. And why not put your pretty face, uh, your handsome face and your suit, your nice dress and your website on LinkedIn? So what happened to LinkedIn it pretty much was taken over by real estate agents. And uh, so I think now most real estate agents are not on LinkedIn. And, you know, I had a LinkedIn profile a long time ago. I don't use it that much. I still have a profile, but I go to it about maybe three times a year. Because it could, because what happened listeners is that people who are looking for high priced items, Social media is not the chosen method for people uh, to seek out providers when the ticket price is high. And there have been several studies done by uh, consumer behavioral PhDs that said 73% of people uh, want that personal interaction when the ticket price rises above several hundred dollars, like $500. So you can extrapolate the $500 to say, okay, if 73% of the people are looking for uh, personal interaction, meaning not digital interaction. So at 73%, the number is 500. You can imagine what the percentage of potential customers and how they want personal interaction when the ticket price is $2,000, $5,000 and higher. So now we get to the point of what can you do about it? Well, I am happy to say sort of regrettably that 321BizDev was correct in saying that what white collar small business owners need to do is work their business, their businesses the old fashioned way, which is using the approach of the sales funnel and the sales funnel has five components. It has the contacting component, the prospecting component, the appointment component, the closing component, and the getting zero cost referrals component. And it's always been like that. And when social media started around the late, like 2008, 2009 ish, you know, I saw waves of professionals uh, jump on social media and they thought that if they just put put their website there, uh, great things would happen and the business would come rolling in. So back to the solution. 
What 321BizDev knows is true is that all white collar small business owners, including myself, we have to work our businesses. When I say the old fashioned way, I don't mean like 1800s. <laughs> I mean, work our businesses as if social media did not exist. Now, that's going to be tough for probably 98% of white collar small business owners. And the reason why is because business development training was not offered in the law schools, in the CPA classes, in the dental classes, in the plastic surgery, medical courses, uh, even insurance agents and real estate agents uh, don't necessarily receive a business development training. So what this means is that white collar small business owners have almost have to go back to the starting point and say, how can I generate a funnel? You know what a funnel looks like? A funnel is like that thing you put in your in your car when you pour gas from a from a um, from a uh, like a, a little portable gas tank. If you ever get stuck on the road or you use this funnel when you're putting gas in your lawnmower, the top of it is big. The bottom of it is real narrow so that the, the focus at the very end can go directly where it should go. So since white collar small business owners did not get that training and today that training could cost at a minimum $20,000 and uh, most white collar small business owners uh, cannot afford that, nor do they have the time to learn it. Because even if you pay the $20,000 minimum, sometimes $25,000, $30,000, it's going to take another 1,600 hours to move through the sales learning curve. Meaning, if you paid the money, the $20,000 to $25,000, $30,000, and uh, you sat through the course and, they, and you got all the manuals, you got the books, and you even videotaped it, there's something about starting business development using a systematic approach. It's it's weird, it's awkward. I'm gonna tell you, I, you know, I've been in uh, business development uh, 12 years in corporate America and eight years on my own in independent sales. It's, it's awkward and it's weird and it doesn't feel right when you first start it. And that's the learning curve that uh, white collar small business owners uh, must go through but they don't want to. So what can you do about engaging or getting started in the sales funnel? And the toughest part is at the beginning. And the toughest part is what white collar small business owners do not want to do, or they do not know how to do it. Well, you need to hire 321 Biz Development to help you with the toughest parts. The toughest parts about the the five uh, sales activities, the front end sales activities are contacting and prospecting. So what specifically do I mean? Well, you need to let people know about your product or service. Even if they don't want or need your product or service today, you still have to tell them. And then when you tell them, when they say, well, I'm, I'm not looking for it today, you say, Joe or Maria, can I add you to 
my database. And that's what 321BizDev can do for white collar small business owners. So if you're if you are a dentist and we have a special program for dentists. So let me not use this example because our program for dentists is really unique. Let's say CPA or attorney. So you call a business owner that has a plumbing shop and you say, uh, Mr. Plumber or Miss Plumber president, uh, I'm calling on behalf of XYZ company. And, uh, you know, they have a practice here in Houston or Seattle or Los Angeles. And they're just calling uh, to let you know about their company. And then you need to then three, two, one biz dev would stop. And when we stop, we're looking for the reaction from the contact, the business owner contact. And one of those reactions might be, wow, I was looking for a CPA or wow, I have a need for an attorney. Now, will that happen all the time? Absolutely not. So the second step is after you, you pause for two to five seconds, you say, Miss Plumber, you say, Miss Plumbing Company owner, can I add you to Sandra's email list so that Sandra can send you uh, emails about her practice like once or twice a month? And most of the time, uh, the, 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 the prospects or the contacts are not prospects yet. The contacts will probably say yes. The percentage of time of them saying yes is far greater of the percentage time they may say no. And the reason why is because, and here's, and here's the, the good part about this, most business contacts wish they had somebody working for their company doing the same thing. I've heard that so many times from small business owners when 321BizDev would contact them for our service. Uh, CPA in San Francisco said, uh, Rick, I got to give you some credit. You called three or four times to reach me. I was busy, but you left the most professional voicemails I have ever heard. What can I do for you? And it turned out that that CPA's practice uh, was not something that um, that needed 321BizDev services, but I got a, a very good congratulations. Thank you for doing a good job, uh, but I, I don't need your service, but I want to thank you and say that you did good at your job. So adding these contacts, as, as in the example I just explained, so when you have 50 to 100 to 400 contacts in your database and 321BizDev is sending out these professional newsletters every month. Out of that 400, somebody is going to say, wow, I need an attorney. I need a CPA. I, I'm interested in plastic surgery. Oh, I'm getting an email from, you know, uh, Horatio Jones Plastic Surgery Center in Atlanta. Let me call him first because I'm getting his emails. I'm getting his this his newsletter. So if if uh, if 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 Marge does not need the plastic surgery services herself, she may have a friend that needs a tummy tuck 
and Marge may say, um, uh, Josephine, I get a letter, I get an electronic letter, a newsletter from Dr. Horatio twice a month. And his information is great. He, he consistently reaches out to me. I don't need his service, but I think you should call him. See, that's the traditional way of doing business. And like I said, but it's tough for white collar small business owners because they either don't want to do it, they don't know how to do it, nor do they have the time to do it. Because you got to, you know, if you don't know this already, I think you do know it uh, in instinctively that um, most white collar small business owners work about 60 to 70 percent of the time. And they don't have the time that the remaining 20, 30 percent of the time to focus on marketing. Most of that, uh, that 20 to 30 percent of the time is calming down. It's, it's relaxing. It's doing other things than the actual functions of the white collar small business owner. So I just wanted to do this podcast episode because everyone's been talking about it. Uh, people have been uh, speaking an innuendo language about, man, I'm, I don't have any customers. And gosh, my posts on social media, God, they look great. Hi, lots of graphic, great videos, great content, but it's still not working. So that's it. That's what has worked be before social media. And this is what will work uh, when social media has not fulfilled the new client goals that white collar small business owners want. So in closing, my name is Rick Napier, the president at 321biz development website, 321bizdev.com. Phone number is 415-465-1700. Take care and make it a great day.